This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, Amazing Race, Pit Stop Edition, Episode 306, Dad Detour. I serve as your humble and oh-so-gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I thank you so much for tuning in to this week's recap. If you could be so kind to ensure you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find podcasts. The Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to subscribe. And as always, with your pit stop, you can watch this audio podcast in video. Just head to the Bryce Isaiah YouTube channel, click subscribe, give this video a thumbs up and let us know in the comments what you think. Brooke Cam High, the winner of Amazing Race season 29, and I are back to deliver your recap of Amazing Race season 35, episode nine. It is a good one. A lot happens. We take a couple of dad detours, but we get right back on track. So let's get into our Pit stop. Your Purple Pants Podcast Pit Stop Duo is back here covering Amazing Race Season 35, Episode 9, and of course, I can't do it alone. So one half of the Pit Stop Duo is the winner of Amazing Race Season 29, Miss Brooke Goodwin. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm Happy tired. Thanksgiving weeks to you, sir. Yes, 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 yes. We got an episode of Amazing Race and we got some Thanksgiving. So it all seems very thankful that we are here recapping the Pit Stop. And I am thankful for you. Oh, like that. oh I am. You're just sunshine in my life. And you know that. So I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for our weekly recording sessions. I'm thankful for a really fun episode. And I'm excited to talk about it. I'm thankful that the dog is not barking. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we're going to put those vibes out there. And <laughs> he's actually sleeping with a treat half out of it. It's actually really funny. I'm going to try and send you a picture of it. Maybe well, we'll you know, up. Bacon is our third co-host of the Purple Pants podcast. I feel like Lewis from Amazing Race, he always loves the bacon commentary. So we appreciate it. Uh, yeah, we are episode nine. And I'm excited because I it's to the point where... I love all the teams that are here. And I love the fact that the teams ain't being so nice no more. Like they're still yeah. being nice, but they realize that like 
if I'm helping you, who's helping me? And I'm not trying to go home. I'm trying to get to the mat to see Phil. So it's like, it's heating up for me. So I'm so excited. I like that too. I will say that there's less online this week about Stephen and Annalie because they can't, they can't even find anything to pick at her anymore for because oh. she actually did help teams this episode. And I was like, you know, they have to show what happened and it happened where she was helpful because I just think that's just who she is. And so I just want to put it out there. Still very pro Steve and Annalie. I'm glad that they're in it. They had a great episode. So. So are you essentially saying you went to those Facebook group chats to see if they were talking about Steve and Annalie to do your uh, litigation? I'm just saying that when I sign on to the Facebook, it just <laughs> happens to be what pops up. I don't know why, but it does. Okay. And so, yeah, sometimes I read things if I'm on the subway going to work or, you know, hanging okay. out and just maybe I read them sometimes because okay. I like to I like to know what the people are saying so that, you know, we can either answer their questions or address their concerns. You know, it's okay. important if you're going to bring the news to the people. To know what the people are saying, you know, because okay. I Listen, care that much. You're doing your journalistic work in the Facebook streets, and so we appreciate due diligence, it. baby. That's yes. right. We okay, love it. Should we do it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, also, fun fact. So you know, I'm moving, right? Yeah. So I have started cleaning things out and what organizing, and I found a couple of mementos or things oh. for my season. So I'm going to have a little show and tell as we go along today. So. Stay tuned. It's exciting. Love a little show and tell. Mm -hmm. Okay. So anyway, the teams are staying in Slovenia, which I like because and sometimes I enjoy the fact that there's no equalizer. They don't all go to the airport. They're not all on the same flight. This is you start in first. You try and stay in first because there are no, I mean, you're driving a car, but there's no trains. There's no planes. There's no uh, boats. You don't have to worry about any. There's boats, but there's not like a ferry. You know what I mean? Anyway. Right. There are garages, though, so you There's know. There's a garage. They seem to be, this garage seems to be a little less hard to find. Okay, so here we go. John and Greg leave first, 9.56. Between first and sixth, it's like 45 minutes. So this is a really close, you know, starting, starting time thing. And so I think it's going to be cool because I feel like there will be a lot of lead changes this episode. And they're are so they have to go on foot back to congress square which is where they were last episode so if you remember how to get places you're already at an advantage so john and greg are first todd and ashley are seconds behind them and they talk about how they're getting along great to which i go we're <laughs> foreshadowing right. like the secret to a marriage is right. you can fight you can argue, but you apologize and make up. And I'm like, okay. I, well, first of all, you know I love them, so I'm like, all right. And I'm like, okay. I guess this episode we're gonna see some fighting. So I also like the fact that when they say this, I know it's now gonna be like a Todd and Ashley episode, and I like a Todd and Ashley episode. I think they are not only entertaining, but it's funny because my husband doesn't really watch the show that much but it was thanksgiving eve and so we got to watch with my parents and him like my family watched it together and he goes did they just meet or have they been married for like 40 years <laughs> and i'm like no they've been married for 20 years he's like yeah no they talk like it they have good communication so the Kawhi goodwin support your communication also it's uh you saying i know husband. i was like wait your husband i know that <laughs> I don't. I think that's the first time I've ever really heard you say it like that because normally it's always just Matt. So it's like I know, oh. but people that might not know who Matt is. So now, okay. So now you gotta say your husband. Yeah, okay, yeah, you gotta let husband. Ashley know you're not the only one that can say husband. But all right, it sounds weird. Anyway, they run back to Congress Square. Todd and Ashley are getting along great for now. And then um, Rob and Corey leave a few minutes later. They have the express pass. If you remember, their goal this episode is to not have to use it, so they can use it the next episode. Again, foreshadowing. I go, uh oh, they're they gonna they, They're gonna have to use it. They, they were uh Corey and Rob was stressing me out this episode. Was not their was not their day, but then it turned out to sort of be their day. So it, it worked out all right, but it was not the best day they've ever had. Um then you have Joel and Garrett. Um, they're so cute. They talk about how they're doing their best to be the best with the best, and they just and they're I enjoy them very they much. Are. 
they're like a little bit corny, but like in the best way. They're dad jokes all day. I enjoy them and they're but they're not like trying to ham it up too much. So right. I'm looking forward to meeting them a lot because I just think they are genuinely bubbly people. And I like to surround myself with generally bubbly people, which is why I surround myself with you. You might be that way with you. I don't know which way you're going to show up on. <laughs> and then you have Robin and Chelsea who are like 1030 something. And they're talking about how they just want to have fun. And I say to myself, how long will that last? So we'll see. Because I actually, I will say this. They were not my favorite to start. They really have grown on me. And in this episode, I actually found myself chuckling and laughing and enjoying watching them. And I'm kind of sad to see how it ended, if I'm being honest. And then, last but not least, you have Steve and Natalie, who are actually staying positive instead of just saying they're going to stay positive. And I think this is going to be, you can just sort of tell they've had like some good sleep. And she's all made up and they're ready to go. And they're going to I think they're going to have a very positive experience based on, you know, the first 30 seconds of the episode. This is just my initial takes. So did you have any initial takes? Um, I mean, not really. I mean, I my initial take starts soon as we get to the actual challenge. Okay. Uh, but yeah, because I was like, all right, let me see what's going to happen. Where, where, where are we at? Okay, it's the final six. Let's get to the meat and potatoes. That's okay. how I feel when I watch the episode, right? Because it's like, I need to see what is going to happen, what mistakes are going to be made. But that was my take watching. All right. Things, so the okay. turkey then, if you will. So the very first thing is a roadblock. I like when they start with something like this right away. And so it just says, who can deliver the goods? So, okay, Bryce. Bryce. Phil is explaining the roadblock and he holds up these wooden kitchen utensils, including a ladle. I have PTSD all of a sudden. I start going, oh my God, a ladle. They're going to have to wood carve a ladle. I had to make a ladle. It was the worst day of my life on the race, not in life. I'm not that dramatic, but I start going, oh my God, this is the channel. They're going to, it's like a throwback, but with wood, like this is not going to be okay. It's not what happened. They were fine. They had to load up this like, I don't know, backboard looking wooden plank thing with all of these bowls and plates and pans and wooden utensils and a ladle and uh, walk it through the streets of the city to find the judges and hand off their wooden backpack full of stuff. Full of spatulas and scoops yeah. and stuff. And uh -huh. so it was interesting enough that I think like I want to say the other night I was on TikTok and they were saying like how many of you have these like wooden things in your kitchen? And it's like, oh, I've got a couple. Um, and they're like, have you ever really cleaned them properly? And I'm like, well, you know, I put it through the dishwasher, I wash it, but you're supposed to boil them. What? So I was like, this ain't real. So I went... 430 in the morning I'm up boiling a pot of water and I only have two wooden spoons um because they were like my mom's and I stole them from her house because I was like I feel like some some yeah. stuff when you stirring you need a wooden spoon a plastic spoon just won't cut it and when I put it in and it boiled I was like oh, oh my god so I thought this was interesting timing that my TikTok showed me how to actually clean your wooden ladles and spoons. Okay, so right after this, I'm going to go boil a pot of water because I have a whole right. set of wooden stuff. And now I'm scared that you're going to tell me that like goop is going to... I mean, the water do... no? I mean, put them in that boiling water and that. you tell me how clean they are. Maybe I'll just throw them out. Now I'm scared. Um, yeah, I think I'm scared. So we'll see what happens with that. Anyway, so John gets the roadblock. I'm so curious. John gets the roadblock first. Um, everyone has the the um, the instinct to run with this. What is it called? It's called a a Crosney or something like that. With it was this a Crosney, right? This spinal board on their back filled with utensils, but nobody can run because if you run, you're in trouble and things are going to fall. <clears throat> Excuse me. The one thing I notice about John of John and Greg is that John talks as much as I do. He narrates the entire <laughs> episode, which a little bit makes me think that they're a winner pick because he's narrating everything, but that may just be who he is. Like Brooke is where he talks to everything and everyone and doesn't shut up as he goes. It's a part of my tribe of people. <laughs> so anyway, he's asking for directions when he puts this thing on his back and some guy tells him he has to go to Germany and he's like, huh? What that can't be right, and he's like, no, right. it's definitely right. And he's like, mm, I'll think on that. I'll, I'll think on that, right? And can you imagine if like you just were in a fluster and you're like, do I have to 
get in the car and drive back to Germany, uh, that would have scared me. But I also liked when uh, John was there and then Todd arrived. And this is like the, the, the first start of like, we're not being so friendly, but we're being friendly because Todd's like, hey, do you put it through the back of the thing? And John's like, I, I, yeah, 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 uh huh, yeah, that's what, like, you know, he's still helping, but yeah. he is also sending a very clear message like, I'm not walking you through this today, Toddy Todd. Uh, so I was like, ooh, the competition is heating up. I like that too. It was, how did you do it? I started from the bottom, but you know, it's untied a little. Okay. Thanks. Bye. And then he was out of there, which is fine. I appreciate the fact that it's still kindness, but it's not, you're not stopping to help, but you're also not being mean about it. Like, you don't need right. to be mean. Like he's going to figure it out anyway. So Todd's there um, because apparently he's better with directions. And then Corey shows up third and Joel shows up. Joel shows up fourth. And while they're doing the roadblock, Greg, is signing to Rob, which I think is cool. Greg had mentioned previously that he took some sign language course, I believe at Google. Um, so he's signing a little bit. They have time today because Steve and Annalie are so far behind. And I'm going foreshadowing because right. that's going to mean that either Steve and Annalie are out of it or it means they are going to have a stellar day and pick up the pace and just start jumping over people. And I hope it's the latter because I love Steve and Annalie. And as much as you love Stephen and Ali, I love Rob and Corey. And I was screaming for Corey this episode because as Corey is slowly walking with his backpack, he sees one of the dads and the dad doesn't really see him because he's asking for directions. And I'm like cracking up at like Corey kind of like sneaking by. And then we get a, a confessional from Corey. Like, well, I wasn't really trying to be seen because at this point in the race, I'm not really trying to help anybody unless your name is Rob. And if your name's not Rob, I don't got time for you. So I'm like, oh my God. Not Robin. Not Robin. Just Rob. Just right, Rob. exactly. And so I am just, again, loving how the competition, how the water on the stove is heating up i mean they're not boiling their ladles but i mean it is heating up and yeah Corey was like not today not today sir and then they all walk past this there's an emu on the street oh, right. like, what first of all you know me let's take home the emu but like what that's like maybe the oddest pet that i've ever seen in amazing race history just hanging out on the street people are walking by this emu which I didn't even know they were super particularly friendly. Anyway, um, Joel is there. He says he doesn't see anyone, but if you just looked up, he would see Corey and know which way he had to go. Um, and then Chelsea shows up next. And then Annalise shows up almost immediately after Chelsea. So Chelsea does make another comment and says, that Robin and Chelsea talk about how they're going to stay positive, how they're so close to getting to see their kids and they're so excited to see their kids foreshadowing because mm -hmm. you know but the, now what the amazing race has done which i just think is brilliant is if they foreshadowed like five different teams all going home like we're not gonna fight we want we're close to seeing our kids we're in last place gonna be a mess. like they foreshadow five different things so now i don't even know which one is the right foreshadowing so kudos to you amazing race because now you've just confused me and i have no idea who's right. gonna end up going home now what else confused me this episode is you know i am all about the judges. And I feel like when John gets to the thing, I'm like, y'all not checking his backpack? So I'm like, I, I'm watching for the judge to check the backpack. Obviously with the editing, they don't really show that. But I'm like, okay, so you could just bring anything and they will give it to you as long as you walk slow and be like, here's my backpack. Because I'm like, somebody got to check this. But sure enough, a team was somebody just somebody get someone had to go back because they was like ah, uh -uh, you're missing something so they yeah. were checking but not to my liking i like a, a full they were checking facebook they were checking the rules are it's a it's a producer who checks the work and then tells the judge like thumbs up or thumbs down uh -huh. so just because you didn't see it on the air doesn't mean it wasn't checked oh yeah it's not the judge who decides the judge has given the, the the little side eye from the producer, like, yes or no. So that's always fun to sort of like half look out the side of your eye and see if your thing is acceptable and know that the judge is going to say yes or no. That's fun. So was that so the really producers some were checking? They were checking. Was that really some discourse say on yes. Facebook? Was that really some discourse on Facebook? People were like, nobody checked anybody's thing except Chelsea's. And had they checked the other one? And I'm like, they did check. Come on, they did check it. The reason you saw them check Chelsea's is because Chelsea was the only one who didn't have her little rolling pin. Like, everybody, there's like conspiracy theorists 
all over the world. Like just not everything is a conspiracy. Let me find out. I might need to join this Facebook group because I had the same take because I was like, dang, I don't see nobody checking. Okay. All right. I'm sure it was checked. The race is not fixed, despite what some people say. So anyway, Chelsea and Annalie are there at the same time. And the fun part about those two is one's passing the other and the other's passing the first. And then this one drops something and then that one drops something. And so they go back and forth. Um, Annalie jumps over Chelsea because Chelsea forgets her little rolling pin. Um, And then, so we have John, then Todd, then Corey, then Joel. So those guys all came in order. Then you have Annalie, and then you have Chelsea, who's the only person who has to go back. And to her credit, she doesn't get mad. She doesn't get loud. She just goes, okay, and goes to go back. And to Robin's credit, because I actually think it's a harder position to be in, to be sitting there waiting for your partner, not knowing where they are. To her credit, she goes, I'm sure when Annalie comes running, she's there, she goes, oh, that's not her. And then she's like, I'm sure she'll be here in a minute. I'm sure she'll come. And then when she finally does, Chelsea says, thank you for not being mad at me. And Robin goes, why would I be mad? You did better than I could. Like there was not even a moment of what happened. How'd you mess it up? It was all just positivity. So I like that, that the race is showing this side of them. Cause they did show, it did show, it doesn't mean they were always negative, but they did show a lot of negativity. Um, so I like that this is what's being shown. I also wondered if the ladies kind of like were checked out. You think? I got a little checked out from them this episode. Like I kind of got like we uh, we've had enough. And I mean, again, we get more of it in the episode, but I just again, like how they weren't frustrated, how like, you know, they were just like, "Uh," like I really felt like they were like, if it ain't going our way to go around. We just going like enjoy the day and be done. It's kind of the vibes I got a little bit. I don't know. I feel like when you get to what you know is going to be the end of the leg, if there's already been a roadblock and your root information's and you've gotten to the, um, you're so far behind and you see everyone else has completed these tasks and there's not even a team in sight. I feel like it's probably pretty easy to check out and I think as the day went on, they realized they weren't catching anybody. And then they got to the detour and they did it and they, you know, they kept moving. But, you know, toward the end of the episode, they did something I really enjoyed. And so I, yeah, I can see what you're saying, but it, it, it's it got to be hard not to check out at that point when you know you're, there is going to be no equalizer. You're not getting on an airplane. You're not going to be able to catch up. But it could, be a, it could be a mega leg. It could oh, be. That's like, true. You, you know, you never know with these new seasons and how that's things true. are. So, but I just, I got from the sense of them from all day that it was just like, uh, we'll make the best of it. Fair enough. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. So when you've finished this task, you have to drive to Pit, Piv, mm-hmm, a cape, Jama, um, and run a long way. It's like eight football fields underground to get this clue. This looked awesome. Like I turned, I said, I want to go there. We have to go to Slovenia. This place looks amazing. This cave is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And it's just like such a cool place to be. So I was very into that. And the next whole part of the episode, I was just, my eyes were bugging out of my head and I was just so into how beautiful it was and how cool and interesting it was. Everyone um, is on their way to the cave. So John and Greg do fine with directions. They get there first. Uh, Rob and Corey do great with directions. They get there second. Todd and Ashley, who were second, missed their exit and they do what they call a dad detour, uh, which is dad. apparently something Todd does. Okay. They trying to get ice cream. Okay. They, 
Todd, Ashley, and the kids, they just want some ice cream. Todd, like, I know where we going. The kids in the back seat, like, dad is right there. I know where we going. Don't make me turn this car around. They're like, no, turn it around. around. You have to turn it around. You should. You should. I, if I were, well, actually, I feel like I am. I actually, you know, breaking news. I am Todd and Ashley's (laughs) oldest son. Uh, so hi guys, just wanted to say hi, hi mom and dad. And when I was younger, I always enjoyed when Todd would drive me to school because <laughs> I would get there an hour and 30 minutes late and it wouldn't be my fault. It was my dad's fault. Okay. Dad detour. That's dad just, detour. I think it's so funny that it happens enough that it has a name. <laughs> and yeah, I think that's great. Like how I, we joke, I joke around at things like, Whenever you see a sign on something that's just so ridiculous, like uh, no straddling this pole because uh, like what I'm like, how many people had to actually do this before they made a sign? Like how many times did this dad detour happen before it became named as a dad detour? So I think that's really funny. Their kids probably had a good laugh. Ashley's have a good laugh. I'm like for me, it's just like Ty's like, you think that's it? Ashley, Ashley, like, well, if it is, we have passed it. Like, but all I know is I need to see the dad, the dad detour shirts somewhere, somehow. Like if team Todd and Ashley do not have a dad detour shirt out, it's a problem because I need to buy one. Yes, we will wear them. Make them, please. We will buy them. Yes. Yep. mm -hmm. Size small. But just make sure you go to the right place to pick them up. Don't take a detour to pick them up because he would pass the place. I meant to get them for you. Couldn't get there. Okay. So anyway, so they're 30 kilometers the wrong direction, apparently. And then as Joel and Garrett and Stephen and Ali are driving to the caves, Stephen and Ali passes them. Oh, I know you're going to have thoughts on this. So she passes them by driving in the exit lane. And now knowing your feelings on like cutting off people and whatnot, how would you be okay? Would you be doing this? Would you be okay with this? Passing in the exit lane? Uh, listen, it's the maze race. And sometimes when you in traffic, if they don't want to let you over, sometimes you got to get in the exit lane and get back in. Nope, I love that. This is renewed my faith at Anna Lee. I ain't got time. I'm not playing with y'all. I don't got nobody following me today. Listen, okay. <laughs> I love it. I, listen. I loved it too. I think driving is like a game of Tetris. I think the whole, I mean, safe Tetris where, you know, if there's room for you to move around, move around people in the left lane, the left lane is for passing people. It's not for like meandering. I just very, feel very strongly about that. If you're in the left lane, you best be trying to pass well, somebody. Don't just hang out there. Well, mm-hmm. here's mm-hmm. My I will thing die on this that. hill. Okay. Go ahead. So, I mean, granted, I, the left lane is for passing. Mm-hmm. However, you know, sometimes I will stay in there and if somebody gets on my tail enough, I will get over. However, if I am doing 30 above the speed limit and you want to tell me, um, then I'm staying where I'm staying. And also, there's like a respectful way to tell somebody. Like, you know, first of all, I could see you in my rear view mirror. So if you coming up on me, all right, it's the cars that want to be like, <laughs> like that for me is like, oh, no, no, that's a no, no. I'm going to slow on down and then you're going to have to get around me. Like, come on. Okay, but. Agree with everything you just said, because you're saying you're not saying you're going slowly in the left lane. If there's a car and it's a two lane road and there's a car next to you, you're not going the same speed as that car next to you. You're passing that car. But if there is a car that comes up behind you and you're like passing a bunch of cars and this car is like up your behind. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm just as spiteful as you are in the car. I like that. I'm go around me. If you got somewhere to go, go be. Now, but I do try to be respectful and like I do try to get over and let them go when they can. Now, if you put your high beams on me, (laughs) I'm reducing my speed 60 miles per hour a year. Safety be damned. You're just going to slam on the brakes. I'm not going to slam on the brakes because I ain't trying to, you know, but like, don't do that. Like, I see you. I'll let you over. Okay. The worst are the people who give a little honk. Like, uh -uh. uh-uh. Yeah, well, listen, I got to let them all. I'm on a dad detour, okay? I'm trying to just get to the next exit. We're taking our time. So Steve and Annalie pass them, and they get to the cave 
third. Joel and Garrett gets the cape fourth. And then Robin and Chelsea are in their car. And again, talking positivity, Robin says, whatever's going to happen is going to happen, no matter if I'm happy or sad. So I might as well be but, happy. Let me just say this. I was so curious and I feel like that. I was like, I wonder if they will get there on their own. Um, eventually. They kind of got there. But it was just interesting see, not seeing them without the John and Greg escort. That's true. Yeah, they did not have their police escort this time. But so- I was with them, though, because I would I would I thought Joel and uh, who's Joel part? I thought Joel and Garrett made the wrong turn when they were like camping. I'm like, we're not going camping. I wouldn't have if I were in that car, I would have went the way that Chelsea and Robin went, though, because I would have thought it's not the camping exit. I probably would have pulled off just to double check and ask someone and say, is this the right place? Because once you pass it, you've pulled a Todd. And so I was of the mindset that if you think it might be the right spot, pull off and ask. That way you don't have to come back around and find it again. That's what, if, what, if, what if you got somebody detailing your car? You can't pull off. Why not? Why can't I pull over? Because they behind you with the high beams. They can wait. They're fine. That's fine. They'll wait. Anyway, she says it's, what's going to happen is going to happen, whether I'm happy or sad, so I might as well be happy. I love this philosophy. Uh, um, isn't this the same thing that they also said right before we went to commercial? I yes. wish Phil would come put us out yes. of our misery. Yes. The philosophy didn't last. It did not last, but it's it's good in theory. I didn't. And that is what confirmed me that I was like, okay, they are either farther behind than the edit is allowing us or they just miss their kids. Yeah, or both. I think, you know, it's hard when I was, I mean, I didn't have children, have children, um, but there were people on the race that did. And we raced at one point, it was Father's Day. And there were people who had, it was really hard. I can imagine how hard it is to be away from your kids for 20, 30, 30 days. Like it's, it's a lot of time to be yeah. away. And, you know, you start to, Here's you can't have I contact do. with them. There's no, Nobody checks in. I mean, they're getting an update on you just to say, you know, everybody's they're okay, but you don't get any update. There's no communication. And, you know, for some people, they seem to like it. And for some people, they were not happy about that. Here's how I know Todd and Ashley got some active kids because Todd, this Todd and Ashley vacation. Okay, yeah. I feel like they are staying in the race so that like they right? have some more time by themselves. So, I mean, yeah, um, I hear that. But so they yeah. got got to make this dragon. Yeah. So they descend into the cave and they have to assemble this dragon. This thing is so cool. This is like a oh. major three dimensional puzzle. Listen, first of all, you know, I love House of Dragons. You know, I love Game of Thrones being in that cave. I would have loved it. But girl, I feel like have we met our match on our favorite judge? OK, because, you know, we love no. a no. We love a good no, but I was not ready when that guy said, your dragon will never fly. Yeah, this guy committed to the bit. Like he was, he he was like, this is my time to shine. I am on national television. I'm going to do this. He had the outfit. He had the accent. He had the gravitas. Yeah, this is, I mean, I don't know. It's just the other guy was just so, no, like perfection. This guy, he, it was very, uh, I don't know. I, it's up there. He's close. Uh, He's close. I, because for me, first of all, if I'm out there and you tell me my dragon never will fly, we might be fighting. Like, excuse me. Like, are you saying that it's put together that bad? He but, looked, I think he looks good to me. I mean, he's cute. He's got yeah. wings. Why can't he fly? He was like, your dragon will never. Hold up. I got this thing, but it's not working. Hold on, let's see. Well, will my well, okay, because he's saying the dragon will never fly. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. Yo, dragon will never fly. Oh, you can't even see it. It's a little. I love that you held up like a little butane, like creme brulee torch. <laughs> you know, I cook over here, but I mean, he definitely is in competition. You guys will have to let us know on Twitter or on the YouTube comments. What is your favorite judge? Is it Nope. Is it nope? Or is it your dragon will never fly? Well, damn. 
Okay. I mean, when you say it like that. I mean, that's how I perceived it. If he told me that, I just would have took apart the whole drag. I would have just started from scratch. I would be like, what? Why? Like, what? Why not? Is it because he's made of wood? Right. Like, is it because he's not a real dragon? This is because he's fake? Because you're like real committed, sir. Anyway, I mean, it was impressive. Anyway, their tail was not connected. That's why their dragon would never fly. And then, um, you can't they, like that, Brooke. You have to sorry, connect to it. That's why <clears throat> their dragon would never fly. <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. Thank you. Okay. I'm here for you. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, John and Greg uh, fix the tail ultimately, and they end up first. Rob and Corey get there. Corey immediately tells Rob he's in charge because he can't have people in charge. And apparently Rob builds Corey's Ikea furniture with no directions, which honestly, kudos Rob, because there is always an extra screw or I don't know, a crooked drawer unless you read the directions. So Rob is like, Shout out to Rob. I I as well like to put my Ikea furniture together with, well, first of all, they don't come with any instructions. They come with pictures. Pictures? I like to when it's furniture time or because I, I, I had to put my sofa together because uh, when I moved to my home that I'm at now, I ordered this amazing sofa from Macy's uh, and it was so amazing. It was like an L sectional, but it had like this like rustic feel, but it was so nice, but it couldn't fit through my door. So I had to find a New York company that builds couches for New York apartments that can fit like, but you have to literally put it together. Uh, but I don't know why I'm telling you all of that, but I'm just saying I love to put stuff together because I love to, like, you know, get a little um, herbal incense uh, in the air. And I I don't miss a detail. Herbal incense. In mm-hmm. the- I know what she's saying. Anyway, uh, so they start building from the bottle, bottom up. I am, like, constantly rooting for them. I can't not root for them. I just, it's not, I know I'm showing, I have, the thing is I'm showing favorites, but I have so many favorites. Like, it's just not even, they're all, they're all favorites. Like that next week I'm in trouble. Anyway, Steve and Annalee are, they jump, they're in last, then they're in fifth, then they're in third, they're in third. So they're doing so well together. They are having their good day. They're, nobody's sniping, nobody's angry, nobody's snippy. Everyone's good, which I like. I like as well. I also like when uh, Garrett and Todd, Joel, Garrett and Joel, I like when they're driving and they're like, actually, I'd rather save Chelsea and uh, the other girl before (laughs) Todd and Anna Lee. I mean, before John and Ashley. No. Take two. I actually want Ashley and Chelsea and Robin <laughs> today, uh, because Todd was it. Is there less competition than Todd and Ashley? Is what Todd and Ashley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, but I mean, I'm not mad. Like, I, I mean, when you're this close in the race, I'm not mad. I mean, either. I actually was hoping there'd be another U-turn somewhere around here, and there. I really hope that there is. I don't know that it's going to happen. There's been one, and it hasn't even been a real U-turn. It's been a vote. Like, I, I think we we would we would um, do well to have another U-turn at some point, maybe next week. We'll see what happens. Um, so Joel and Garrett, they love puzzles. They do puzzles with their kids. They're cute. They're so cute. They're, just, They're like, they, oh, this is a fitting in. You gotta roar. Right, maybe if we roar at it like a lion, tiger, bear, dragon? I don't know. Is that a dragon noise? Worked for them. They were very cute about it. And then Todd and Ashley finally show up after their dad detour. They are a little bit snippy with each other. A little bit. And then they start to... Oh, sorry. But see, you know, normally it all... It switches what team I'm on. Sometimes I'm on Todd team. Sometimes I'm on Ashley team. I'm on Ashley team this time, right? Because Ashley, like, you can't have two cooks in the kitchen. Then Todd is like, well, go see if it's wrong and come back and tell me. And Ashley, like, well, I'm not on the ground putting it together would it behoove you to maybe go see because you have a bet like but you know what ashley said listen i'm choosing god today so sure i'll go look because i won't make a detour when i get to there come back okay i mean she's totally right though if he's the one who's looking at it and putting it together and he says go tell go look at it and she's like well then i have to come back and explain to you just go look at it like it's not like it's a mile away. Go look at it. I'm I, I too this time was team Ashley. But also, Ty's about as tall as the dragon. So he's like already on the ground. So for him to get up, like, so I understand his rationale, but me too. Me too, me too. I was still team Ashley that won that one, though. 
So yeah, and Todd is a little bit like, oh, so you're blaming me for this? It's all my fault. It's all my fault. I mean, it's a little bit his. Well, fault, I mean, I mean, I mean, but she was the navigator, so maybe. I mean, look, they they say the true test of a good marriage is if you can put furniture together without fighting. They um. I don't think they're fighting. I think they're just, this is how they commute. This is how some people communicate. communicate. Right. They just, they've had a rough day. They're in the back. And I will say to their credit, they say that they're going to race like they know they're in last, even though they're not in last, but they're going to race that way. And honestly, I feel like that's how you survive. Race like you're always in last. Don't, you know, relax and rest, which is what John and Greg did toward the end of the episode where John's like four first places in a row. And Greg's like, um, we're not there yet. Let's not count our chickens before said chickens have hatched from their eggs. And so you always have to race like there's either someone right on your tail or there's nobody behind you and you have to catch up. Well, I mean, also be careful what you say, because if you say and race like you in last. But sometimes when oh. you're in last, like <laughs> this time race. around, they go take a swim. I hear you. You racing like race, race like you're in last, but you still really, really want to get to the finish line. How's that? Right. Okay. Like that. Okay. So this is where Robin and Chelsea pass the cave. They go to the wrong place. They go to the wrong cave. They want to be put out of their misery. Her upbeatness is not really holding up. And when they finally get to the cave, nobody is there when they get there. But. but- Mm-hmm. I feel like when they got in the cave, I feel like the mysticness of the cave kind of like they were intrigued by it. And so I think that that really kind of like picked their spirit up. So agree. I don't think you can go to a place like this with its like grandeur and like just sheer size and glory and not appreciate right. it. Like if you get there and you're like, eh, I don't understand. You either live in the most ridiculously gorgeous place that this isn't amazing for you. Like right. the view from above, uh, some of the drone shots or helicopter shots they use this time were incredible. You were just looking into this like green hole in the ground with steps just leading to who knows where. Like it was very, very cool. And I am going to get there at some point and I will send you a picture. Some people are like touch. Some people are sight. I'm a smell person. I love to like, I need it. Like I have to categorize things by smell. Like I know what you smell like, Brooke. I know like I, well, no, not that you smell bad. Right. But like, I like know what you smell. I'm sorry. Like. What? And so you always like, you have a sweet aroma right like i know the like perfumes that you wear i've been around you enough that like or i know at least two of them right so i like i have a scent categorized for you in my head like i just i'm a smeller people always think it's so weird somebody be like oh my god that food is bad i'm like let me smell it before you throw it out i don't know I, i'm weird so when i was like watching this place i was just like i wonder what it smells like like oh. i would imagine that it's like it has that cold wet like you know uh what's that moss that growth like i would imagine that kind of sort of smell like that but that's what i was like this is cool and i wonder what it smells like random note well smell is apparently the strongest of the senses like that's the one that has the most um connection memories connected to it or something like that there are cherry blossoms that are on my street and when they are in bloom and sometimes when i'm out you know doing a run or walking i will walk by and smell them and it takes me back to fourth grade when I used to walk to school and I used to have to walk up this hill and I hated it but they had cherry blossoms so whenever I smell it like instantly like it will like take and mm-hmm. instantly be taken back to a time that I remember. That's I mean yes I it's fun like Thanksgiving is my favorite day of the year because waking up to the smell of Thanksgiving is my favorite moment of the year so there is a very distinct smell of you know the stuffing and the turkey and the garlics and the it's yes it's a very very distinct smell i love it it's i get exactly what you're saying and anyway so during this time in this amazing cave after robin and chelsea get there they do they do a nice job they don't get down on each other they just keep moving it might just be they just keep moving because you just want to get over with but they're not being they're not being so negative about it so anyway after the dragon Everyone has to drive to Fonda Fish Farm. And I'm like, Fonda? So I look it up. It's not like Jane and Henry Fonda. Anyway, it's like this amazing family of people. I then went down a rabbit hole of Fonda Fish Farm to look up who these people are. They've been there forever. It's actually a really, really cool um, system that they have going on there at the fish farm between the mussels and the fish and the pens and all of it. Very cool. Anyway, it's known to be the best fish in the world. Best farmed fish in the world. And this is where we have the detour. 
Hmm. This is where it all goes a little bit awry for Rob and Corey. So your options for the detour are scrape off, um, in which case you have to walk around the edges of this pen. There are two rings right around the edges of this pen. And you have to take these chains and scrape off the barnacles that have sucked their way to the bottom of the pen. This, you would think, would be the physical half of the detour. But no, they're both physical halves of the detour this time because the other one is swap out, in which case you have to take a buoy on a kayak and then you have to go into this like floating field of, I don't know, six million buoys and find one that has a mark on the handle with the amazing race flag. And then you have to swap your buoy for that buoy and pull up the muscles that are attached to that buoy, put them in your boat, bring them back, repeat. Sounds simple enough. You said take the buoy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. put the buoy. Put the buoy on the boat. The replacement. Yeah, yeah. and take the muscles, mm, which is where one of the teams had a problem. So Greg and John um, choose the buoy swap out because very smartly they say when you're doing the needle in a haystack task, if you're the first one there, there's many, 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 many more needles. So let's do that one. Works out to their advantage. So um, they do a great job. Love- like, Yep. Love the brothers. Like, you know, first of all, I love black men that like, you know, grew up in Chicago. They got a lake house in Michigan. They yeah, do they water people. activities. I'm like, OK, let me give out. Let me find out they the Huxtables of the amazing race. Right. Like, it's like, what can they not do? Uh, so I just, you know, and the way that they do it, they are just like in sync and do it. They're I mean. Ooh, I. <laughs> They did a great job. They're very on top of it. They read their clue. They're, the thing about them is they're smart. They play smart. They work smart. And it's working out for them. So they do a great job. They're in and out there first. And then Rob and Corey show up um, and they decide to do the swap out as well. Out. Now, except, yeah. Now, one thing for me, <clears throat> yeah. Rob going to say why they drive and like, you know, I love water. You know, water is my pee, is my zen. You know, I'm a great swimmer. And I'm like, if Rob, if Rob get his behind in that water, I'm going to die. Because I was like, that's such an interesting thing for him to say. Like, I'm like, why would they show that part? Because, you know, Rob, you know, Corey's like, it's so beautiful. We love it. You know, let's do like, you know, uh, Rob's like, this is my zen place. Okay. I like the water, first of all. And I just want to hear more about Rob's upbringing, right? Because it's just like, he love everything. He's like, you know, grew up on the fisherman. But like, I just want to hear, like, I feel like Rob need to write his memoirs because uh, well, you will get a chance. So I, I mean, I can't wait to speak to him. I, find, I think he is the most interesting character of the season. Uh, maybe Joel, because apparently Joel has oh, done everything. Joel has done master everything to yeah, I, he's had a bunch of lives in there. So I'm actually very curious to hear about his past lives as well. I need Joel and Rob on a TV show together. And like, you know, they just like the show is what had they not done together? Right. Like, because they've done everything. But when Rob said that, I was like, his behind better not get in that water. Well, you knew something was going to happen. So fast forward. Yeah, we're cut to um, they go and take a buoy, but they didn't bring a buoy and they just let the line drop. And Mm. you you see from underwater, you have some underwater footage of the line dropping and the muscles are just there. And now they screwed because they were not allowed to go just get another buoy and start over. The fine print has said, According to people in the know who are on that boat, the fine print has said that if you don't take your muscles, you have to find those muscles before you can continue or you have to go to the other detour. So they decide, let's give it a shot because the buoys were spaced pretty evenly. So it does make a little bit of sense that you can try and find one where they're spacing and try and give it a few minutes, try and find your muscles. It was not happening. They were all over the place. Rob was swimming from column of buoys to column of buoys. I mean, he's a swimmer. You can tell because he was all over the place. And then I give him so much credit because he's in a life jacket and he's trying to dive down. But I'm sure he wasn't allowed to take his life jacket off because, you know, safety concerns. And he's trying to like... When you saw his feet, I was like, he is really dedicated. But I didn't know that extra piece because I'm like, they spending a lot of time trying to find this one little buoy. Why don't they just go to another one? But I didn't know that. So that makes enough for all the teams. And if you lose that one, you either have to find that one and finish the task or you can swap. And so they said, we're going to swap. 
And so that, well, that is what was stressing me out because I'm like, use the express pass. Why? Like that, that's, that was, I mean, and again, after seeing the episode, I'm like, okay, maybe that was smart. But in the moment I'm seeing them flounder or what is that the right word? That's the right word. And no pun intended. No pun intended. And I am getting nervous because it's like, I cannot see Rob go home. I mean, Corey, I love you. But like, I was like, I can't take Rob going home right now. And so I'm like, use the express pass. What are they doing? But there were two other teams behind them. So there were three other teams behind them. And so all I saw was Rob's feet. I said, get out and use the express pass. I'm glad they didn't, because now it means to me that unless something goes horribly wrong, they're making it to the final four. Okay, at least. So, yeah. So they decide they have to switch. Because them's the breaks and that's the rules. And so while this is happening, Joel and Garrett go out on the water. They do well. They And the thing that's interesting to me is they ask Rob and Corey, like, what's, what's going on? And they're like, we did it wrong. We're switching. We forgot to bring the buoy. And do, so they basically told them how to now, not mess up. Now, maybe that was Corey trying to put the good juju out, right? Like, you don't want to be a jerk. But in that moment, I would have just been like, we messed it up. We got to go. We got to do it again. I don't know if I would have gave him all of that. But also, I just feel like Corey probably was like stressed out. And like, you know, after meeting Corey, he is such a really nice person. So I feel like he was stressed out. But I was just thinking in that moment, I don't know if I would have given all of that information. But you know what? I think karma came right back around because what happened a few minutes later was Anna Lee gave Rob and Corey the how to on the other side. So I think, you know what? They paid it forward and they right. got paid back to them. So that worked out. So Joel and Garrett are in or out. They're done. It's great. Um, Steve and Anna Lee, in the meantime, have gone to the scrape off side of it. Honestly, she is a beast. I There's nothing bad to say. They go in. This is a hard, hard detour. They have these chains. And she probably, I mean, I she looks like she weighs like 100 pounds soaking wet. Like she's not a, a large person. She's brook size. She's little, but mighty. And so they're doing this and she is nailing it. She's leaning back. She's pulling on the chain. She's getting it done. And then Rob and Corey come over as they have finished. And she says, lean back at an angle and stand up and lean back at an angle. She even says to her dad, like straddle the straddle, the, the pole thing. I guess that's where the sign comes from. Um, and it's really, I think that's a really good little tidbit of help. Corey tells his dad they get through it quickly as well. So John and Greg are first. Steve and Annalie have now jumped to second because they're flipping amazing. Joel and Garrett are third. Rob and Corey, even though they have started one detour and are doing the other one, are now in fourth. And then Todd and Ashley show up. Okay. So they've Todd, I mean, it's just this is where I love Todd because this is just comic relief. They know they're not last. So I'm, I'm not really stressed out for them, but they go and they decide they're going to do the scrape one and they go and they get their kayak. And now they're looking for some dock somewhere to get the chains from and they go to the wrong dock and it's all a mess. And then Ashley's all, wait, maybe the chains are at the dock where the kayak was. And yes, they are. And they get there and Todd gets out and gets the chains and has like, the biggest over celebration okay. of the day. Todd, Todd turns into two chains. Okay. Todd literally turned into two chains. <laughs> okay. He said, No lie, no lie. I love two chains when I uh-uh. I love two and, and I said, What what in the hell? I said, Well, now wait a minute. Now what Todd know about two chains? It's, uh, I, he should probably. Okay. I don't. I mean, maybe more than I would think. I don't know. But he's screaming two chains. Okay, I was like. He, meanwhile, Ashley's like Todd, get in the right. boat. Ashley's get like, in the boat. And he's what? like, "What are you doing?" He goes, I'm having fun. And you know what? Good on you because I think all too many times, myself included, we don't take the time to have fun on the race. There's and a time and a place, Todd. A time and a place. Again, I'm with Ashley. This episode was a time and a place. But you're right, though. Like you, if do Robin and like- Chelsea were there, then I would say this is not the time and a place. But t- he took 30 seconds, and he made me laugh. And for that, mm-hmm. thumbs up. Okay, it, it's uh, two Robs, or no, uh, two Todds. Two okay? Todds. Two Todds. Now I need to know. 
now I'm gonna have to ask Todd to send me his Apple uh Apple playlist because you know on Apple, on Apple you can now share like your iTunes is the history because now I now want to know what uh what old Todd is working out to if you know no two chains but I it was hilarious and I enjoy it I found it joyful and I laughed but again then I do see Ashley's point get in the boat so we can get this finished so he gets in the boat so they can get this finished um okay so while this is all happening, Robin and Chelsea are in this car and she talks about how the amazing race is harder than natural childbirth, which she has done four times. And that makes me feel better knowing that I can now have a child with absolutely no um, epidural. But they do stay pretty positive. They know that they're in the back. They've done the dragons. They're going to the detour. Nobody is left at the detour by the time that they get there. And they still knock it out and get it done. So when the detour is finished, um, you have to drive to this castle. And the cool part about this castle is you're on the Adriatic Sea, but you see um, Italy and Slovenia You're right at the border, which I think is very, very cool because the countries are actually like a handful of miles apart, like 50 miles, something like very, you could drive from one to the other if you could drive from one to the other. Yes, very easily. They're close countries. I don't know why more people don't go to Slovenia. It looks beautiful. And now that I think the Amazing Race put it out there and let more people see it, that's great because I hope tourism will go up. So, John and Rob get there first. They get an additional $5,000, each four in a row. Mm. I mean, either they're going to... Mm. There is a known fact that on The Amazing Race, when you get to the final four, there have been more seasons than not where a very strong male-male team falls by the wayside at the final mm. four. So I hope this doesn't happen to them. Happened on my season. The only male-male team, the strong team, didn't get to the final three. They, they fell at final four. Um, and it happens a bunch. So I'm curious to see what happens there. But today, they first. And then Joel and Garrett have passed Steve and Anna Lee. And they get their second because um, they're really, really great with directions. I think that is their biggest strength is their directions. Um, and then the greeter gets there and just loves Joel's beard so much. She starts rubbing it all over her face. And I'm like, mm, it's a little weird. But she's into it and feels into it and makes everybody there laugh. And though I think, oh. I don't want to touch my face. Um, Steve and Annalie get their third. Uh, Rob and Corey are fourth, even with the mistakes, and they're thrilled to still be in it. Todd and Ashley get their fifth, even with their dad detours and uh-huh. such. Um, and then Chelsea and Robin, who have finished their detour, decide we know we're last. Let's go take a swim. And I'm mad at that, though. I'm yeah, but to your point, you said it earlier. What if it was a mega leg? What if well, they just wasted a few hours? not racing like their life isn't over in the race. Right. But again, I think at that point, again, I feel like they checked out the start of the episode or the start of the leg, right? Like, I feel like they were missing their kids and they're like, well, just, I felt like they given a two weeks and this was <laughs> that last Friday. Uh, it's their lame no duck period. <laughs> I love like, that so much. But I wasn't mad. I was surprised more teams didn't jump in the water after like they finished it. Like I, you know, I'm a Pisces baby. Well, (laughs) Rob was swimming for his life. Rob was trying to, that wasn't enjoy. He was working, but I like, I'm a water baby. So anytime that I can be in water, no matter the temperature, the weather, no matter whose house it is, I will, uh, I am known to take a bath at somebody's house. Um, (laughs) we went to, uh, you know, my best friend Wendell, we went to one of his friend's house for the first, well, they had just built this house and we were in Atlanta uh, doing a delivery for his company, Beef, and uh, we stopped there and we went to see their kids and stuff and uh, his friend Angie was like, oh my God, you got to see the bathroom. I was like, well, And you just said I'll be out in a half hour and you just took uh, I got to see the bathroom and mind you, Angie like knows that like, I'm a bath person and so like she was like, you should totally take a bath. I was like, girl, you don't got to tell me twice. Uh, so then like, 20 minutes. First of all, I lit the candles. I had my music. 20 minutes. I had the bubbles. 20 minutes go by and like Wendell and Joey are like, what are you doing here? I'm like, listen. She I don't, told me. I don't miss up an opportunity and I don't know if she knew that I was serious. Like, I don't miss up an opportunity to get like to soak my body in a body of water. I'm just That's saying. hilarious that you just and you didn't tell them you were taking a bath. You just went. I mean, I didn't plan on it. She showed me the bathtub and she's like, you know, we've never been in here. You should christen it, girl. Don't, where is your where is your Epsom salt? Where is your speaker? Where are the 
the candles, baby, I had me a nice little bath. That's amazing. I too am a water baby and I very much enjoy being in the water until you said in any temperature and what, no, because I don't need to go in the freezing cold water. Um, I'd rather stay dry, honestly, but I do love to swim and scuba dive and all that well, fun stuff. I've been so. getting into ice baths, uh, you know, because uh, they... At first, I was really, really scared. Uh, my first time was doing it in Canada in the dead of winter. And I mean, you do got to learn your breathing oh, techniques. Mm -hmm. But I mean, after I felt like really, I do feel like the benefits that they say of ice baths uh, really do help. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm a Pisces. So I just, I love water. I'm a, just. Get I'm not taking in. a nice bath. Mm -mm, not happening. So, okay. So they decide to go take a swim. And so, but to your point, like. Yeah, they checked out. But what happens if they got to the mat and he was like, you're still racing? And then they're like, ah, oh, hmm, we now are four hours behind instead of one hour behind. And we did this to ourselves. They would have been even more checked out the next episode, I think. But anyway, so. I think it's funny they've made it feel wait. They've made. Well, Phil that's what wait I, till dark. I was thinking, I wonder how much longer. Phil and then first of all, okay, I wonder how much longer Phil was waiting to Phil eliminate him or fillate him. But also the stark difference in the ladies that were waiting. I felt like them ladies was like, these people need to hurry up. I gotta go home. They were like she had a chicken in her bag. She's like, I gotta take care of dinner. Like this is, I don't need to be here anymore, but there have been times where greeters have had to leave where the greeter is no longer there. I bet it reminded mm -hmm. me of like when I used to serve and used to work at a restaurant and you know, you close at eight 30 and that couple that comes in at eight 15, like, are you guys still open? And you're like, if you eat fast. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Like stop playing with me. That's why I used to lock the door at 810. I'm sure they love that. Um, okay, so Robin is all bad stuff happens in life. She talks a little bit more about all the things she's been through. You know what? She's been through more than most people will ever have to deal with in a lifetime. And she is positive about it. And I don't know. I know many people who would have fallen apart with a whole lot less happening to them. So Good on you, Robin and Chelsea. It was a pleasure watching you race. I'm sorry that the only all-female team is gone, or the last female team is gone. And I look forward to getting to meet you both. It was an inspirational story. And 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 you did well. I mean, final six. You That's beat good. it. I like two thirds of the way around the race. Yeah, right. they did. Like, they were always like real about real, it. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, I they were a lot of my hot takes this season however i feel like i like that right because yeah. like this season is so um uh, like you know i like the fact that they were like authentically themselves and you know they were a lot of my hot takes but you know in my hot takes i have said that i probably would do the same thing so totally I so i wasn't mad at them you know so um i look forward to speaking with them uh this week for our exit interview uh so we will get down to the nitty gritty and i'm going to ask the hard questions the thing with them is that it's there's probably because it happened to me like we joke around they took out a lot of my happy they probably had a lot more happy that wasn't shown so i right. can see that but i will say i sometimes the teams that are too like fake happy and like mugging for the camera drive me nuts so i do appreciate the fact that there was good, no bs right it was all real it's who you are the race is stressful i'm the same where it's just like just put me out of my misery but like it doesn't mean you want to go home it just means you're having a hard day so i have nothing but respect for the two of them i think they raced a great race and should be nothing but proud of how it went and next week oh. next week skydiving in Ooh. Sweden and I got very excited because I watched the preview and there is some challenge where there's a whole lot of food and there's little cars in front like saying what they are and they're in French and I was like oh I get to practice my French next week so I'm very excited for that and let me say one more thing because okay. I did say we were going to show and tell and I forgot to talk about it when we got there so I found this t-shirt that in my drawer it is a tank top and if you can't really tell on it there's like wow. There's like a bus, a train, a ship, a plane, like a ball, like phone, like all these things on it. So this was one of the things that I wanted to bring on the Amazing Race with me. But you have to get your clothing okay, right? And so I sent this in as an option, and they wrote back rather quickly that said, "Very, very smart. No one's ever tried to do this, but 
no, no, like, no, that's that is how I was like, this is I'm going to. They said you know, win the amazing race with the brains because I'm going to be like, where's this? And just point to things in my body so I don't have to learn how to say boat or train or plane or whatever. And they were like, very good. You can gain the system. We're not going to allow it. So they, nope. you're, they said your dragon will never fly. Exactly. This not flying. Oh, well, I that is kind of anyway. smart. Though. I didn't. That's actually that's genius. Uh, I try. Yes. Well, this has been our Purple Pants podcast pit stop of The Amazing Race season 35, episode 9. Join us next week as we will be recapping episode 10. Stay tuned to later in this week where we will have our exit interview. We'll actually we'll have two exit interviews coming out. So yeah, we appreciate your support to the pit stop and we are out. See you next time. Bye. No. No. It's the purple pants, it's the purple pants, it's the purple pants podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the purple pants podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the purple pants podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the purple pants podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back though. It's the purple pants, it's the purple pants. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.